0: Welcome back everybody to another episode. This is podcast number 332. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First and foremost, it's Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? Then it's George the Man. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, I am X1. We're doing things a little bit different tonight. For those of you that are listening, you can't hear, but uh, we're actually remote tonight. We had to do things remote so it might be a little bit different, but that's, o- that's okay. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to do things differently.
1: Yeah, well, it's, you know, mm-hmm. that's
0: what happens. Let's jump right into it. You guys have had the chance, Jordan the Man and Mr. McSpicey, to play a lot of Star Wars Squadrons. It dropped last week. We gave you our first impressions of it. I want to know what you guys think of Star Wars Squadrons this week. Let's start with Jordan. Jordan final review final uh thoughts on star wars squadron is it as good as you thought it was last week has mm-hmm. it changed your mind at all is it is it worse better give it to us go.
2: so i like it all right, but, all right uh, there we go no all hey right. funny funny story i mentioned this to both of you guys like right after the show so after the show we what we both we all jumped in and played like what an hour or so or i mean we played and then we played anyway we we played yeah. you know first impressions right my criticism was, I wish they had more customization. And then I found out there's a menu of customization, <laughs> which was great. So anyway, so th- that that I mean, lit- sausage is made, man. They listened to me. <laughs> yeah, they so sure you have it. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm just gonna pretend it was a patch. So anyway, <laughs> there you go. But uh, no, I think the game is really fun. I think the game has some shortcomings, but I do think it is worth the $40, and I will say this only. It is worth the $40 for the multiplayer fleet battle experience. That is it. If you're buying it for any other reason, don't buy it. Like campaign. Or, I mean, let's be honest, customization. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's there, but it's still not like extravagant, right? They do have some good stuff, though. But anyway. um, No, and even if you're just buying it to fly around i'd suggest maybe just getting flight simulator instead or so you know what i mean like this game and there's only two multiplayer modes there's dogfight and fleet battles dogfight's fun i call it the warm-up mode like while you're waiting for your friends fleet battle is is the mode that i agree that is the only reason i would suggest buying this for the
1: multiplayer fleet battle experience it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's so Mm -hmm. much fun and i agree uh 100% with everything you just said yeah um I still think that there are a lot of bugs that they got to work out mm-hmm. and some mechanics of the fleet battle that are starting to be abused online as far as PvP um basically you sometimes you'll have teams that once they attack and win the first match cuz you both all just rush to the middle and if they win and take out your flagships they can literally just defend they're on attack but they can just defend on their ships yeah, yeah. the whole time and uh it's it honestly though, the game is still fun. Even when they do that, it's mm-hmm. just frustrating because you know you're gonna kind of lose. <laughs> you know? It's, there's no way around it. But I I have to say, this is one of my favorite dogfighting games I have it's, ever played. Yeah, it's in really my life. good. It is so good. Well, and one thing I really
2: like as well that we've uh I think we talked about a little bit last week is I like the skill gap.
1: Yes, there's definitely it's a hard. skill
2: gap. It's not uh, some people compared it to flight sim-ish. You know what I mean? It has some kind of, I guess, you would say simulator aspects, like you know your instruments are really important and stuff like that. But I, I more so think it's just it's not. I mean, I guess it is kind of arcadey, but it's a skill gap. Like sure. there's, there, it take like if you're a good pilot, you will dominate. If you're a bad pilot, you will get dominated. You will lose. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a big skill gap,
0: and it's fun to watch yourself improve and stuff. It's it's I really like that about the game. Yeah. So where do the skills lie in this game? I mean beyond like what is the mechanic exactly of flying that makes it skill? Is it the way the ships run? Is it like mm-hmm. like Jordan you were saying it has a lot to do with your systems and your armor yeah, so, and Yeah, so
2: like uh managing your instruments, uh let's just go quickly through it. You have your your radar, your targeting computer, your shields, uh if you're on the rebel side and then your 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 weapon systems and your and your sp- thruster systems, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but, so I mean, managing all of that and it may, I mean, you may think, oh, it's not, it's pretty easy to manage, but like e- managing it efficiently and on the fly switching from shields to cover your back end to then switch to your shields to cover your front end to the, you know, cause you can, you can on the rebel side, you can decide if your shields cover your whole ship or if you use stronger shields on the rear or the back if someone's chasing you or if you're, for example, going in for a bombing run on a capital ship, you're going to want to put your ships in the front right? Managing when you're going to switch your shields to your weapon systems. And then of course using your targeting system, like it may sound easy and you may th- like start to get the hang of it. Even I kind of get the hang of it, but then you see like really good people play and manage it. And it's there, there, there's a difference between that. So managing that properly is one thing, but again, just the mechanics of flying, speeding up, slowing down. Cause if you slow down to a perfect speed, you turn faster, you, you know, speeding up, you don't, you don't, you know what I mean? Like your movement, yeah. I guess, all depends on how fast yeah. your your thrust is, I guess. And then, of course, I think personally, there's a mechanic called the boost drift where you can drift your ship. Uh, and I've seen people like I'm on their tail, and they full 180 flip around and come at me. Right? They last uh, starfighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's this version, this game's version of hitting the bla- brakes and flying right by. Yeah. Like it's it's re- and I think when you actually master that mechanic, you're you're good.
0: Yeah, but uh, so let me well let me ask you this then, Uh spicy. What is your favorite ship to play with? Because I imagine what ship you have matters a lot then.
1: Yeah. Um. What's interesting too is both sides you have the, uh, the rebels and then the, uh, you the know, imperial, the imperial fleet, right? You yeah. have the two sides. They are different than each other, mm-hmm. and they both bring different mechanics. Um. Which I would add. I think is what sells me on why I think this is one of the best dog fighting games I've ever played before. in these dog fighting games, it's been pretty basic. It's all technical. It's slow down, speed up, you know, do certain maneuvers and generally you'll, you'll get the edge and win. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this adds a couple more dynamics with the overcharging on the Imperial side or the shields on the, on the um, rebel side, on the rebel side, they have shields on the Imperials. They just have, they're just tankier, right? They're just, they're whole, it it just has health, Um, different guns on some of them. Um, So the ships on both sides are different. So it makes it different to play on both of them. To answer your question, David, I I wanted to, I wanted to say that because I really like, I didn't think I'd like it because I always wanted to be a rebel. You know, I always wanted my X-Wing and I always wanted my, my my ships that i really like but the bomber on the imperial side is a phenomenal ship to play Mm -hmm. as Um, mainly because they have a chain gun that makes you have to unlock it um which makes this game really fun too because you have a lot of unlocks that you can go progression yeah yeah, progression unlocking on different abilities on ships um, and that chain gun just feels good. Just you just squeeze that trigger. Yeah. It's really really fun. <laughs> uh, that it it really is cool to have a dogfighting game like this that where you have to switch over and be constantly aware of both where ships are where targeting is where your teammates are what the objectives are and on top of that having to switch from engines to get over here and charge them up so you can boost later mm-hmm. or guns so they last longer or do more damage or shields uh, in the case of the rebel sites to overcharge your shields. so if you're on a bombing run to um, to the flagship you know the big pizza Death Star yeah not Death Star Death the destroyer a Dorito the Dorito oh, yeah. the big Dorito um, you, what you can do on top of all that is you can put overcharge your shield. So basically it's double the shield health mm-hmm. and then force them all in the front. So you're completely exposed in the back, but you're a bomber. So you're going in just like in the movies, yeah. you know, deflectors down on the front, trench down the trench and, and you just unload your payload and it just feels so good. It's such a fun game. Mm-hmm. There are bugs that I'm hoping that they'll fix which uh, some of them are pretty important to me, um, but I love this game, and it's a $40 game. Yeah, it's cheaper than others. So the other thing that I really like
2: about it, and, and we haven't really talked about much, I think we talked about it the other night when we were playing, I think we were talking with Barbara Blake about it as well, is I like uh, the customization of the ships. So in the ships, you have different, you know, you have your engine, your weapons, your hull, your shields, all this different stuff, right? Uh, when you customize your ship, let's say your shields, what they do is this this shield is like your jack. They have every category has like a jack of all trades, right? Like sure. it's, it's decent at everything. That's right? the that's the default one. Yeah, your default one. With. You can then unlock different shields. You can switch your shields to be better against lasers, but Worse they don't it, yeah. they don't uh charges faster so you know what i mean there, there's always a positive and a negative well to on, not,
1: on those things. ones you're better against lasers but worse against missiles yeah. right yeah, yeah. So, so it's like okay if
2: i but what i like about that and it has that for every category same with engines uh there's one engine that i use that um i can speed up really fast but I, my maneuverability so like left and right is not as good right yeah. so it's it's mm. there's a give and take to and and they're pretty severe gives and takes to 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 all these different modifications well, some you of, can do. Well right? and
1: what I like about that, not to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. what I like about that is it's the the drawbacks are pretty big. They're more uh-huh. so than what you know your default engine lets for example, if you want thirty percent boost on mobility, you're taking a forty percent decrease in speed. On acceleration. You yeah. know, so it's it's like that. But what that allows you to do, even though you're having those drawbacks, you're mm-hmm. actually able to customize a ship that has a very specific role. Yep. That you can fill on your, on your team of five. Yep, and that's, and
2: that's what I like about it. So in your team of five, like you said, because you go 5v5 in, the, in their mode that they have now, right? Um, in the 5v5, do, being able to do that, everybody on your team or your squadron, ha, everybody in your ah. squadron, <sighs> uh, can have a very specific purpose and job. So, like, yeah. my purpose can be I am a, like, I'm the hunter. Like, my ship, it I, I, someone sneezes on me, I die, but I can take out five people before they sneeze on me, right? Sure, yeah. My, so, my job is to take out those people so Mark can go in, who is just set up to like bust a hole through the capital ship, right? Like he can't necessarily maybe fight everybody around him because they're quicker or more maneuverable, but you can bust a hole through the capital. You know what I mean? Like I like that everybody on your squadron, and where it gets fun is when you have a full group of five, you can talk that out and talk strategy sure. and do different things,
1: right? Um, well, what's cool, like for strategy on that, you have support ships too mm-hmm. that reload, they actually reload the bomber's payload, yep. which is huge. And then they also add they can add shields to other teammates, even on the Imperial side, uh like an it's just a it's just a shield that absorbs damage. So you can have your A Wing going in first to take out the turrets, mm-hmm. um, which is your your hunters. Yeah. yeah. Then you have your bomber coming in next and just unloading its payload and then you have the support class right behind him feeding the shield to the front a-wing and then the reloading the payload on the bomber as well it's a f- it's fantastic yeah, it's-
2: it's because of their customizations, the The type of team synergy you can have is really... It's almost like uh, Overwatch with their heroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can have a synergy that just works, right? Uh, it's really cool. I, I, I really enjoy it. I, I do think this is a
1: excellent $40 multiplayer experience. I agree. And keep in mind, it's difficult. Mm. The first thing you want to remember, it's just like a a MOBA in the fact, not like gameplay wise, not like that, but in the fact that if you die, it hurts your team significantly. Yeah. So there's a 10 second cooldown or, yeah. Well, and, and how the, basically the game works with momentum. If you have momentum, you can attack the flagships and Mm -hmm. the, you know, the barrier ships. If you don't, you're defending those flagships and how you get momentum is you kill the other players basically. Yeah. So if you die, it hurts your team quite significantly. So, it's a, it's very team based mm-hmm. and it's very skill based with all the things and just the roles that you can play. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. I love this game and I know it gets a lot of heat because it had bugs and I don't even know why some of the, the heat it gets all the complaints about. It. I don't, I don't, people's people confuse me sometimes. I think it's a great game. It was a little unexpected how good it was for me. Um, and I think it's kind Maybe of, that's why it was so good. Cause we were going in like, Oh, okay. Let's see how this is. Yeah. I This game, it's the game I've been playing for, for the last week. Uh-huh. It's my go-to choice when I want to relax and play a game. And it's because they added the additions of beyond just the mechanics of dogfighting in general. The fact that you have to pay attention to your power levels, on your engines, on your guns, on your shields. Worry about where every, everything else is. And on top of that, just how how the the tug-of-war gameplay works. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just such a fun game. I love this yeah, game. I do I really too. That's my approval to it. If you don't like dog fighting, obviously this game probably isn't for you. If you don't like Star Wars, obviously that's a consideration as well. But <laughs> I like both, and I like this game. Yep, spicy approves it for sure.
0: Yep. Well, there you go. We gave you our first impressions last week, but this is kind of our final review. It- again if you're into multiplayer and multiplayer dogfighting it sounds like it's the game for you we did get a couple questions this week about tvs and monitors for the next generation of xbox and so i thought we'd dive into that uh we got a question from billy Pryor who wrote in mr quick trigger and he says uh, i've been working every sunday for overtime so i could save up for the perfect tv for my new xbox he says i'm leaning towards the lgcx with its 2.1 hdmi ports but would like your opinion on which you think will rule them all. Have a great one and you guys rock. Awesome Gamer Name also wrote in with a similar question. He said, What are your TV monitor plans for next gen? Are you going to go with resolution 4K or frame rate 144 hertz or drop the big bucks and go with both? So I thought we would go through and just discuss what we're going to be doing personally monitor or TV. For the Xbox Series X, Mister McSpicy, let's start with you. What do you recommend? Monitor, TV? What is your? What's going to be your go-to for this next generation of consoles? For
1: this console. next gen, um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already have, I already have a 4K TV, and that does HDR, um, but it's limited at 60 hertz, right? Yeah, see, that's
0: that's the same as me.
1: So. I ha- and I have a monitor that is just a 1080p monitor, but it runs at 165 hertz mm. uh, and variable, right? So I can switch it off. So I I don't I don't I don't know. I I've been. I think I'm going to play with both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because why not, right? Um, but uh, I I really think that. Uh, uh what were you gonna say david because i'm still deciding this is a good well, I've been looking at
0: monitors because i need to get like i have a 4k hdr but again it's limited at 60. that's what i play with when i'm streaming that's what i'm that's what i'm playing on this monitor i just use the pass through uh and i and i really like it i like the way it looks it's bright it's an lg monitor 27 inch so i've been looking okay and i need to upgrade this monitor and i feel like the sweet spot is a 1440 144 Hertz. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. just to get that 4k 144 or 4k at 120. It's just such a pr- jump in price mm-hmm. that I feel like 1440 1440- is the sweet spot for me you can get it agree. anywhere between like 200 and 350 dollars for really nice ones at 1440 for a nice 27 to a 32 inch screen mm-hmm. i think i think that's what i'm i think that's where i'm going 1440 because i want that 120 frames per second especially on it's, like racing yeah. games doom can you imagine doom at 120 oh my goodness when you yeah. taste when
1: you taste those frames you, you oh. taste the rainbow. It's amazing. It really is. And you, when you go back, then you notice. You don't notice it until you're you're doing it, but uh, but once you taste it, it's just like oh, I, I need that. And that's not like I, I I have a specific opinion when it comes to cutscenes. I feel like those should stay at uh, thirty or twenty four. A un- uh, twenty four is my my. That's what I would prefer, um, just because of how cinematics cinematics work, you know, we're used to that and everything. It just looks better, but gameplay wise oh, frames. I, and that's, what's so great about this new hard, all the new hardware coming out is it's going to be bringing high frame rates to the masses mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pushing our visual gear that we have a standard uh, 4k 8k TVs are going to be a much more popular thing. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah i love how consoles push common hardware yeah and you know not and it it brings the prices to all that down the the xbox one and the ps4 pushed 4k when that when those consoles came out 4k was only on like three tvs that were extraordinarily expensive Mm -hmm. um So I'm real excited that everybody is going to have a chance to 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 have this be way more affordable and really enjoy it, right? Yeah. So
2: yeah,
0: Jordan, how about uh,
1: you? What's your well, what do, so what, what you I'm
2: going to do is I'm I'm actually already looking at monitors uh, as we uh, as we speak. I've been looking at them for the last oh. couple of weeks, but anyway, what I'm going to do is so if you get the full package, we're talking uh, 4K 120 uh, frames or Hertz. Sorry. That's a, uh, you okay. Know what me? Be, like
1: they're they're related
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the Hertz to get the frames, whatever. Anyway, um, when you're talking the full package, as of right now, even with monitors, it's it's really expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So it what really I it's what, the 4K combined yeah, with that 144. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do, this is my plan. I'm going for the 1440. Because uh, I play on my PC right now at 1440, I feel like on a 27 to 32 inch screen, which is what I have at my setup right now, I feel like those are sweet spots. I I like that range of size. Um, The game still looks really good, right? Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons we have 4K is so it looks good on bigger screens too, right? But uh, anyway... Um, so I feel like that that's gonna be fine for now, but I'm looking at 144 hertz because I just, I just want that extra protection. You know what I mean? I just want to <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. always go a little over just, just so you can get that full cut. You know? So I'm gonna go 144 hertz. I'm gonna go 1440p. Uh, anywhere between 27 to 32 is kind of my sweet spot. But another thing I look at too is I actually want FreeSync in the monitor as well. Sure. Uh, because the new Xboxes are built with FreeSync. Uh, so you can turn it on. I actually have a current monitor that uses FreeSync and I have noticed, uh, probably a small difference, not a huge difference, yeah. but a small difference. I feel like with higher frame rates, you might notice more cause there'll be less, you know what I mean? Uh, and what, what, what FreeSync is, is it basically matches your, your console to your screen to prevent, uh, like Mark said, screen tearing, frame drop stuff like, so it's a smooth experience, right? But anyway, that's what I think I'm doing. Um,
1: does this have HDR as well?
2: See HDR. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I haven't been super impressed with HDR. No, oh, no. I usually, I like. I HDR. usually end I've... up turning it off. Oh, really? And I think HDR. I don't know. It, it definitely adds to the price. I think. Right? I so and, I and maybe the monitors and the one TV that I have don't have the. Well, I know the one TV I have doesn't have like the best HDR. I think that's how they got it to be cheap is they skimped out on whatever technology HDR uses. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Um, I have seen HDR on David's monitor uh, with Red Dead and it does look really good and I think oh, it has its beautiful. place. But I do feel like HDR varies from game to game. Some games do it right, some games do it wrong or not do it not as good, not necessarily do it wrong, but not as good. And I I don't know. I just I don't feel like HDR is quite there. So I think to save money because when you add HDR to that equation, it jumps up. It jumps yeah. up a lot, right? I think I'm just going to go 1440p free sync 144 Hz anywhere between 27 to 32 is kind of my range i think 32 is i i do have a 32 and i do like 32 a lot um but again that also actually 27 that one's 27 i like that one too the reason i'm doing that this time around uh so in the next few weeks is when i'll probably purchase one of these i'm gonna wait a year so next christmas i'm gonna look at buying a tv with these options because like you said as these come out i think by next year we'll have much more Competitive TVs with these specs on it, right?
1: So, I agree. Yeah.
2: So anyway, that's that's what I'm doing. HDR. I, I'm up in the air about HDR. If I can find one with at a decent price with what I want, all the other features I want, I'll do HDR. But I just I feel like it varies from game to game. You know what I mean? Like Red Dead
1: looks good with HDR, but I always turn HDR off and see of thieves. You know yeah, what I mean? I like it comes, just it, 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 I don't know. It's that's it's, what I was yeah. going to say. I think it's kind of up to the developer to make <laughs> HDR if they put more than just an intern on the hdr team you know <laughs> if they put a little bit of effort into it i think it turns out better i think it's yeah. totally uh uh you know a, a developer thing that makes it look good or bad so david you would you want hdr
0: on yours then yeah i want hdr for sure that's the big thing so hdr uh, and you're right the price goes up but hdr 1440 27 inch uh the 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 ones the two brands that i'm debating between are acer and LG they seem to like have for the gaming monitor that 1440 Mm -hmm. they seem to have the price and Performance slash reviews that are right there at least on Amazon right Amazon's where I'm doing most of my shopping, but um, So I I don't know which one yet, but they're running right around that like again between 200 and $350 mark right there and I'm probably gonna be getting closer to that 350 because I do want Nice HDR
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sure that's at that point, Brian, brightness. you just hit the 4K.
0: I mean, you're only but am I another- wrong? Am I might well because 4K. You got to understand, 4K takes you from 350. Yeah, to like to 650. 550, <laughs> 650 right? Like it, it really is like a giant up. jump. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my problem with 4K, and I don't know that you get the benefits of 4K on a 27-inch monitor that I'm like that I wouldn't get with a 1440 See, and you know what i mean that's
2: what i wonder too i mean i'm sure if you had a 4k 20 let's just take 27 inches right if you do 4k at 27 inches i'm sure you'll notice a much more crisp picture but i still feel like at 1440p it's very i will i mean very crisp very playable very you know what i mean it's it's not
0: a hindrance well at if you all. have like you
1: terrible eyesight like me oh, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah well spicy your your uh super fast monitor
1: there is that
0: that's 1080 right
1: yeah it's just 1080 you can get a ridiculous good deal oh yeah on, on 1080s and that's why i got i actually got that monitor specifically for Escape from tarkov because i wanted that extra punch in uh and refresh rate yeah um no yeah so The price points jump from 1080 to 1440 to 4K. That's like your price gap. And I was actually going to mention Ben Q, uh, uh, Quick Trigger, and Chat mentioned those too. Um, Those are excellent monitors as well. The problem is, I think they're just a little bit more pricier because I think they're good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's uh, that's how they get (laughs) you. Yeah, I I think I think you really kind of get what you pay for uh, when it comes to stuff like this. Um, You'll have those gems that are are lower in price. I think they actually do that just to get on the board to be like yeah you know like uh tcls did a couple when when the Xbox. don't talk to me about tcls mine blew out mine is gone that's what i'm saying like they put their prices super low when they just initially launched and then they raised them back up like a 100 bucks you know what i mean yeah and they are they are like i said you get what you pay for kind of a thing right so um yeah. oh sorry I, I, no, you're, uh, can go oh, I was
2: gonna say can I add on to this question because it's go there ahead. is there's similar price points out there if you had the chance which they're out there would you choose to get the curve? gaming monitors i don't I, I i've never
0: i've never played on a curve i, I don't have, know
2: i have watched one person play i've been on a judged curve. on a curve <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not <laughs>
2: uh, ah, i've watched i've watched one person play on a curve and it i will admit it is a different visual experience and it is kind of cool like it. it's almost i don't want to say it's more immersive but it is kind of cool having it come off to the sides of your pre you know it's interesting
1: i don't know if i could
2: do it full time or not but it is fascinating
1: i am under in my opinion with my experience that's more gimmicky yeah. than anything i think the i think the mindset behind those are they want the like full cinematic experience experience yeah. like you're in a theater but sitting in you know and it's I don't want to. I'm not going to pay. Is it a? For that. It feels like a style. Well, they're around preference. the same price. Curves. Well, now be, they are. Yeah, curves are. They becoming, weren't original. Yeah, curves are kind of. They're 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 around the same price range. They were a little bit more expensive because that was the. All right, we got to do something. Because really, with TVs, it's pretty much it's it's almost like I don't know what it would be like. It's like a hammer. TVs <laughs> are like a hammer. I mean, they get the job done, but you can get a nice, perfectly balanced hammer, and one that has titanium metals instead (laughs) of steel so it's a lot lighter but strong you know i don't know it's just when you when you start adding like basically the curve to me is a grip on a hammer it's nice (laughs) but should it increase the price of that hammer I don't think so. Yeah. I think that you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: probably a chief wigum in chief wigum in chat says I have an AOC monitor for my PC, 1080p at 144 hertz with G Sync, and he says I'm pretty impressed with the color range with this one. AOC mm-hmm. is their gaming brand for is it Acer that is their. That's their gaming brand? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's AOC. Uh, Fitzy says I have a curved 55 inch TV and my computer monitor is curved. I like them a lot. And Sam also has two 27 inch curved monitors. Okay. So let's, before we end this discussion, monitor or TV,
1: which would you rather go with, Spicy? Uh, mm, mm, Depends on my setting. I would probably prefer at this point with what TVs give me and with what monitors give me, I think I'm going to choose monitor. Mm -hmm. I think it just gives me more. It's more bank per buck for the price. And I think TVs catch, will need to catch up just a bit. They're not too far behind. Um, And where they lack honestly is refresh rate. I think. Cause once you add the refresh rate into those TVs that have everything, let's say we're assuming they have everything else that's when the price jumps and monitors are just way more feasible mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. So I would say at this point, monitors have more of the check marks on my list than TVs. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm going to also add uh chat. Apparently a lot of chat has a uh, good taste in curved monitors and TVs as well. That's okay. I'm glad that you like those. They're probably not for me, but I know that it's more personal preference, right? So Jordan. Yeah, uh,
0: Jordan. How about you? Monitor or TV? What's your preference?
2: There? Um, right now because of how things are, I it's just more bang for your buck getting a monitor with all
0: those features. Yeah. Uh, because
2: like Mark said, when you get a TV with all those features, the price is astronomical. Like,
0: yeah, I agree. It's, I'm it's, the same. It's it's huge, I, I right? game at a de- I game at a desk, and I uh-huh. can't go back. I I've gone back uh-huh. and like tried to play Madden and stuff sitting from my couch, and there's like a. There's like a lag. You're like too relaxed. You don't on the feel while I like that. I like that for like story games, but like <laughs> competitive or first-person shooters, I'm just so used to sitting yeah. at a monitor, proper form, straight up, elbows on the desk. Yeah, and I think so the you, monitor is where it's at for me as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm
2: going. I'm going with a monitor uh, as the console's released. So in the next couple of weeks, I'll be buying one, and then uh, next year when I think TVs will kind of catch up uh, to where the monitors are with all these features. I will uh think about purchasing or upgrading TVs at that point. Now I do wonder if TVs will ever have the G-Sync and FreeSync capabilities if they don't already have them now. I don't some know if the, the TV yeah, some that of them has do. one now? Yes, yeah, so I don't know of any that have one now. Uh I'm sure they do, but again, you're talking and if they have those features, they probably have some other features which are, you know, I think I th- actually I think yeah, the Samsung QLEDs have the FreeSync on them, don't they? But again, yeah,
0: some of them those are thousands of dollars, you know what yeah, I mean? That's, so, yeah. That's yeah. So anyway, yeah, monitor
2: for now. Next year, we'll think about a TV.
0: Great discussion. Thank you very much, Quick Trigger and Awesome Gamer Name, for writing in. That brings us to the next segment of our show. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm not ready. Here we (laughs) go. There it is. Tell us, Jordan, what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week? So there's a lot of good stuff, David. A lot of good stuff. Sorry. Not just Xbox One, but Xbox. I got to get out of the habit of saying Xbox One. Oh, yeah. The world... Of Xbox. The world that is Xbox. Uh, Before we actually, before we get started, because I don't know if this is in your news yet, but I did want to address something that I meant to address. There's like this rumor and news stories being written that really gets under my skin. I think I know what uh, That there's overheating problems on the Xbox Series X. That was a rumor started because someone said uh, on two different websites, two different journalists, that the Xbox Series X gets hot and everybody basically came out. And so... Articles were written. Oh, the Series X has overheating problems. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It's just a high-end PC's blow out hot air. (laughs) Aaron Aaron Greenberg came out. We did a video on our channel. If you haven't subscribed, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Come subscribe. We got videos dropping every day. I actually really like that tweet. Yeah, we did a video on it. Aaron Greenberg came out and clarified and said... High-end PCs blow out hot air. It's working like it's supposed to be working. Well, and he referenced the engineering team. He basically it was so funny cuz he was basically like, "I talked to the engineers, you're good." Yeah, but how much do you want to <laughs> uh, bet it's funny. this is going to be on podcasts everywhere and people are going to jump on it. There is no overheating issue. Again, I repeat, no overheating issue with the Series yeah. X. It's working as it's supposed to. PCs blow as, hot air
1: as we yeah, <laughs> well, as we <laughs> not, not just PCs, uh, powerful PCs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like, I, exactly. I, think was, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or if it was just on a, on a stream, but the limitation on power essentially is cooling it's heat. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all heat. We can have the most powerful, amazing computer that will run the enterprise. But can we cool it? if we wanted to we just pull we just add more plugs to that to that box it's the tim taylor method <laughs> yes. more power but you're going to need a lot of nitrogen to cool that thing you know <laughs> what i mean so it's uh, all yeah. about cooling and when you get these this hardware that is powerful it's going to take a lot of air and hence a lot of excreted hot air yeah. to cool them right <laughs> and that's what this is it's
2: when i think I think with this particular issue, I think Microsoft is a little bit more aware of it than most because of of the Red Red Ring of Death, right? Like, for example, when you're at work, you make a mistake. You usually do things, so you don't make that mistake again, right? That was a ginormous mistake. (laughs) That was (laughs) a billions uh, of dollars That if you actually go back and listen, I think it was Peter Moore at the time, talked to, I think it was Steve Ballmer at the time, and he basically said, if we don't fix this, we lose the brand, right? And they, like you said, they made a... Billion dollar, it was decision. like a fifty billion like was, dollar investment yeah, yeah, to, yeah, fix to fix it. it. So I think, and again, I think the reason the original Xbox One had that giant fan was a safety precaution. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, half the box was a fan, but it it's gonna stay that cool. Fan this time, and right? the
0: giant power brick. No, I'm not right. Like, yeah, the giant, yeah, the
2: Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, Thank goodness we don't have power bricks in it. Thank goodness I don't have to deal with those anyway. But I do think. I mean. At any console launch, whether it's PlayStation, Nintendo, or Xbox, I think you're going to have defective boxes. That's just the nature of it. That's why they have the one-year warranty. That um, I actually had issues with my Scorpio that they actually took care of very well. So, I mean, I I can't say I'm not impressed with their customer service. But I do think with this particular uh, issue, I mean, I don't want to say never say never. But I do think with this issue, Microsoft is a little bit more aware of that because they've gone through this issue in the past and they know like... This is a billion dollar mistake. Don't make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well the whole reason That it's this cube That is designed The way it's designed Is for cooling Right yeah. Like it sucks it up And blows it out the yeah. top So
2: And actually Can I and can I divert the conversation I talked to Mark about this Last night Because we were playing Star Wars uh, They actually came out With the Playstation 5 Teardown oh, yesterday the, the heat sink The heat sink is huge Have you seen it Like it was like I, it's I almost, haven't seen it I saw almost the, tear almost down, the size Of the box it. Uh,
1: But again <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not I, can, I wonder if I can find yeah, A picture Yeah you can
2: You can find it uh, I'm not making fun Of Playstation at all I mean I, I, I mean it,
1: that's you, the thing you, you have a problem with cooling the best solution is the
2: biggest heat sink you can fit in there right like i mean it's it's actually i do think both consoles are really thinking uh, you know what i mean like heat's a big issue right but you yeah, have the plate there it is on the far right the or there there it is in the middle but it's it's a heat, this it's, one right here it's, big, it's as big as, and the console itself is big too it's as big as the console i mean it's a it's it's a big boy yeah, i'll throw this so, on screen but, so everyone uh, can see it uh, but again the reason they do this is that protection,
1: like, hey, we don't want this thing to overheat, right? I mean,
2: well, that's, rather be safe than that's sorry. The,
1: that's the thing. It's power. Yeah. And with yeah. this much horsepower, you need to cool the dang things, yeah. right? So, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's uh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, that the uh, <laughs> <that thing was laughs> whole console's just the biggest. That is a big uh, console. It's
2: <laughs> kind of. I, I'm I'm actually excited because I'm I'm looking to. I know I know we're Xbox, but I'm looking to get a PlayStation as well. I'm kind of excited. You know how we. Uh, you know how we talked about the Xbox being like a talking point in your house? <laughs> because of the size of the PlayStation, I'm excited just to like like someone walks in, whoa, what's that? <laughs> that's, uh, that's not my router. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know? It may uh, look like uh, the king of all routers. Yeah. It is not as no, no anyway,
2: the reason I, I bring that up is because we're talking about heat, but I mean that's their solution, obviously. Microsoft's solution was a, a design for their box and stuff, right? So um I, I don't think again with Microsoft, I don't think I'm not particularly worried about that being the problem with my Xbox because they've been through this before, so I think they have things in place to obviously prevent that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But who'd have
2: thought electronics get hot? Yeah. You know, All
0: yeah. right. Yeah. Who would have thought it? Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs>
2: oh, this is one of the greatest stories I've ever. Uh, this is one I'll tell you about. Yeah. We've had this on the screen yeah. this whole time, and yeah, I know, have purposely so not
1: looked at it. So Mortal Kombat.
2: Me. Let's start with the the nice stuff first, and then we'll get into the juicy stuff at the end. So, Mortal Kombat 11 is getting a free update. To Xbox Series X, so if you currently have it, you'll you'll get a free patch uh, for the, for the update, which of course comes with a new set of graphics, all that fine, all that fun stuff, right? Uh, also, it'll have crossplay, so you'll be able to play if you have an Xbox Series X and your friend hasn't made the upgrade yet on his uh, original Xbox. You'll still be able to play with them, which is great. But the juicy news, mm-hmm. juicy juicy, so, there are three new characters coming in their new fighter pack. One of them is Melina. Okay. cool. The other one is Rain. Classic. Okay. The third one I think is one of the greatest characters you could ever put in a fighting game. It's Rambo, <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it, it yeah. looks just like Sylvester Stallone. And I, I forget the line he says at the end of the trailer, but it's like it, it's it. It almost kind of sounds like I'm a little too. But uh, anyway, Rambo.
1: Does that mean is, Rambo is in the Mortal Kombat universe?
0: I hope so. He is so. now.
2: But yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, Whoa. if you haven't seen the trailer, it's a really cool trailer. It shows Melina and Rain fighting each other, and then at the very end, Rambo comes in with a big old freaking machine Dude, gun. I, I got to pull up this just, trailer And uh, right he just he just talks about he just he just it's Rambo. Uh,
0: but anyway, on, yeah is it, is it voiced by Sylvester Stallone? Fitzy is say that it is voiced by oh, Sylvester
2: Stallone, uh, complete with Stallone's actual voice. Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: Here it is. Oh, with <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> it, is it awesome. does it say
2: Sly Stallone's actual voice? Is yeah, Fly yeah, yeah. like his son or is that just what they no, call No, that's him. him. That's oh. his nickname. Okay, I'm so, pulling this up but yeah, right it, now. Uh, well, that explains why it sounds like him. But it is, I think this is one of the best DLC characters they could pick up. It, he's right at the very end. It's like a three-minute trailer. So if you want to just...
1: It's two minutes. Oh, okay, Do you think sorry. we can talk for two minutes? I don't know.
2: Mortal Kombat's a any- really good game.
1: I could do anything for two minutes. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. I I have actually <laughs> been really impressed. I'm gonna say this though. I have actually been really impressed with the amount of developers that are going with these free updates to their current games. Um oh, yeah. because I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the new seventy dollar model that uh as far as I know, only two developers have really jumped on. Um yep. so it's nice to see that a lot of developers, uh Netherstorm one of them, are choosing to let people have the free upgrades to uh to the new the new boxes and stuff now of course these are old games so we'll see what Ooh. they decide to do when they get into new games uh and what they'll charge for that but it is it is nice to see the consumer friendliness of, sure of a lot of these developers
1: you know right? what's funny just by showing this trailer we just went from family friendly to not to not to first super blood adult violence to first blood there he is oh my gosh it's rambo oh uh, man that's do that, that's, that's rambo first blood yeah i know that's a good one that's <laughs> no a- i think no! that's i think that's one of the greatest shave him dry <laughs> yeah
2: i think that's one of the greatest characters and he fits mortal kombat perfect <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, so, But oh, anyway, cool. very Gosh, cool. Uh, so,
2: so Rambo cool. coming along with Melina and Rain. And of course, you get the free upgrade to the Series X if you uh, already have the game,
0: uh, which is on, great. On, before we move on to the next story, I just want to say something since you brought it up on the $70 thing. I'm going to yeah. say this. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. So I apologize. Actually, I don't apologize because it's what I think. But I don't think actually $70. Everybody says $70 is inevitable. It's coming. I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. First of all, I don't think anything's inevitable. Second of all, good for you. game game companies are making more money and more profit than ever before agreed without without having like their margins of profit are bigger not total we're not talking about gross we're talking about net higher than ever profit before and it's because they've figured out ways to do it without having to raise their game price and so i don't think this i don't accept 70 dollars from NBA 2K, I think that is ridiculous. I think it's scalping. I think it, it when you already have microtransactions, there are some games that I do accept seventy dollar increase for. Tarkov. But most of the games doing it right now with currently have microtransactions in the game mm-hmm. as a way to subsidize development or whatever. And not only that, the games they're doing it to are the games that are seeing the highest profit margins that they've ever seen. Oh, yeah. So it's not, it's not. It's, it's not a given to well, me, let's, not uh, yet. Now, if Microsoft was behind it and says, yes, absolutely, these developers, but you have Microsoft say no, we don't want developers to do that. Yeah, they're encouraging uh, smart delivery. And I think because of that, you are not going to see, and I think Steam ha- has a big part to play when you have uh-huh. such a competitive price marketplace like Steam. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's inevitable, like a lot of people think it is. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but I don't think it's inevitable. I don't think we should just accept it. I think there are cases that it's acceptable and, mm-hmm. and okay. I think there's other cases where it's clear scalping.
2: Yep. No, I, I 100% agree with you. And I think, uh, I think the other game that did the $70 is also a... How did you... What word? A scalp? Scalping? <laughs> yeah. uh, that
0: would be Activision with the new Call of Duty. Uh, you, yeah. have, uh, you have... You well, have... I- I think Call of Duty it's more like I'm a giant person no one's going to tell me no (laughs) well yeah but it's still it would still be scalping like
2: (laughs) you're 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 I mean other I mean you could you can assume that you're one of the biggest game franchises in the world Right. You're going to make money regardless. There's no need to charge an extra $10. On top of that, you're already charging $20 every so many months for your new battle pass, which is doing incredibly well. You have the in-game store, which is doing incredibly well with all the microtransactions you have in there. I think you're right, David. I I think it's a scalp because not only are you charging $10 extra for your base game, but you're already making tons of profit on your microtransactions within the game. But maybe yeah. they want two yachts. Yeah, I think that's it. Real. And you know what? If I was in that position and I can have two yachts instead of one, I might do the same thing. So I'm not <laughs> judging. I'm just saying yeah that, and the, uh, well, I, I, I don't I, I do not accept the excuse. Games are more expensive to make right now, which, yes, I agree. They're more expensive to make, especially AAA games. But your profit, like you said, David, your profit margins in this day are much higher than they were. What?
0: 10, 20 years ago yeah because technology has improved alongside it as well. what if they I'm not saying like, I'm not saying that they don't have the right to increase their price. They absolutely do, but I don't think it's a given that that's where the industry is going to go, yeah,, I uh, and I don't think it's a given because you are seeing pushback. and I think you're seeing pushback from big um platforms what? like a Microsoft oh, go ahead. I was gonna instance. say,
1: what if they came out with like a press conference or a tweet or something' <laughs> <laughs> where like, hey, then they were just very open about it. Hey, it's actually not anything what you think we just want more money I actually <laughs> I would, yeah, would, super would respect I would, that I would be like okay that, you I mean, know, you're like okay we're, you we're, we're actually we're working really hard we're making a great game and I just want to be more rich yeah. than I no, am
2: I would appreciate the honesty and that's what I do I, I actually think Japanese developers are incredibly good at this they're just brutally honest <laughs> Like, hey, why isn't this a feature? Because we didn't want it. And
1: you're like, oh, okay, um, yeah, you know? we just really want a new trampoline in the loft area. Yeah, like, we want we want a yacht. We want a rocket. Sh- I want a rocket had- ship that goes to Mars. Okay, so <laughs> I am making a video game with ten dollars more so I can get there. That's I think
2: I think Activision is doing it with Call of Duty because I think that is a franchise you can do it with. Not because I think. You know, it's it's the, all the things we said before. I I think it should still cost sixty, but I think they can do it with Call of Duty because it's going to sell either way. It's it's
1: one yeah, of those I, games. I, you I know agree. what I mean? I mean
0: they're, <laughs>
2: so
0: I they're think like, they're well, on this game that's going to sell
1: no matter what we do. I actually I think I think it normally would sell regardless, but price points make things yeah. a little bit more. They don't See, like it. Really, is that that price point? cuts people off that don't have that money
2: and the most popular game mode in call of duty right now is warzone which, which is, free. is free see what i mean and probably i'm I'm not going to say this because i don't know i am just speculating but is probably very profitable because of your season passes and your microtransactions that you
1: get that you have as well in the store right but uh anyway uh, and maybe do a magic trick while you're explaining <laughs> like randy pitch i mean <laughs> yeah Gens- hey, i just Genshin want- <laughs> impact
0: is free to play And it's basically Zelda with boobs and... It sold seventy million dollars, made seventy million dollars in its first four days.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, but did you hear what you said? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> I, I really
1: I, I, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, and and that, I'm not
0: saying that, that there's people probably yelling and, and disagreeing and say, Well, you know, we, we, we haven't seen a price in, with inflation and stuff. We're due for a price. And I, I understand that. I just don't think that it's inevitable that we're gonna go there. I think we're gonna see a battle over the next couple of years. Basis. And we could stay at sixty or we could go seventy but i don't think it's given like a lot of people assume it is
2: but look at That's these look at these i mean look at these next gen games let's take assassin's creed for example it's it's being developed for uh all the consoles so you could say there's more uh overhead that they need to they need to get in right it's still only going to be a 60 dollar game you know what i mean i think maybe next year we'll see what's going on with uh <laughs> you know whatever but anyway well and it genshin impact it is a I don't. I think the best way to describe it is it's a consumer friendly pay to win model.
1: <laughs> consumer I'd, friendly yeah. is a very loose term too. <laughs> well, but it, the thing is, you. Can,
2: yeah. No, no. But that's that's why it's so. That's why it's so confusing with that game because you can actually play, enjoy, and experience the entire game perfectly without spending a dime. But you have yeah. to spend a lot of money to get different character. Like it's, it's I, I, the best way to describe it is it's a consumer In loot boxes.
1: Like, yeah. yeah it's, dude, you're it's not a, guaranteed. New that's characters. Like,
2: It's hard. It's a consumer friendly pay to win, which you would not think would be a sentence, but somehow they figured it out.
1: Yeah,
0: I just want to hey, – Brian F, uh, has a good point in chat, and then we can move on. He says, my big pushback when people talk about inflation, he says, back in the day, there was no DLC or microtransactions. It wasn't possible, and so there was no guarantee to none of that. He says, if there if there were – if they were to guarantee none of that, I'd be okay with an increase in price. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think that I, that, that is – 100% in the case
2: yeah, yeah I just want to say one more thing there's only one there's only there's only one circumstance where I will accept the $70 price point and that is if Nintendo does it because they're actually <laughs> the reason we have a $60 price point and I just they, they, because yeah. they, they give no F's they're like ah it's 60
0: bucks now yeah, it's and then true. they just I mean, go like, with
2: it, and, they, and then they never talk about it
0: they just, well, it's like you know, you so if they a, do it you know what's happening
2: well, you it's know like what I you mean?
0: Get a game on any other platform right now for ten dollars, <laughs> and that same that's... game on Nintendo is sixty-five dollars. Like Valley.
2: <laughs> But for some reason, we accept it with Nintendo. So the only, yeah, I'm just going to say it right now. And if
1: Nintendo does it, I will accept it it's, fine. It's the new thing. It's all but, about attitude. Yeah. It's all about attitude. Like, for example, we would be probably more okay with Activision coming out, doing a magic trick and saying, Hey, I want money. Okay? I'm just I'm just saying, we're working really hard on a game, but uh, but I want a motorcycle. I think Frank down at the hall wants a new SUV for yeah. his kids, you know. I just want a bigger paycheck, and uh, we're trying to make it worth your while
2: yeah like, hey, <laughs> no so yeah that's my thing if Nintendo does it then I'll accept it but no, and, and just just so everybody <laughs> knows just to be clear I, I not I'm not knocking on the developers I do know that they work really hard and, and they do a really good job especially the, the the develop like Treyarch and Infinity Ward talking about Call of Duty Uh they make really good games and I'm not knocking on them I just I, I really do think a $70 price point in a time where you're making more money than ever in video games is just it's and you're it's jarring you know years. what I mean? Yeah. And on top of the microtransactions that you're already adding, and I know it's not necessarily the, the developers, right? It's I mean, because they're they're working on the game. Publishers, I it's, it's more extent, so yeah. the public. That's all like business side, right? So I'm not knocking on the developers because I do like Treyarch and Infinity Ward and and stuff. But it's just you know I don't know seventy dollars and in in a time where you're already having me spend what? more money to experience season passes and stuff and if like you, that, right?
0: If you do go seventy dollars, how much greater of a deal is Game Pass? I mean that's oh that's yeah. probably how Microsoft is yeah. looking at it too. So so maybe they're secretly hoping people go seventy dollars. Yeah, don't do oh, yeah. it, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah don't stop. do it. Wink, wink, <laughs> <Okay>. wink, wink. <laughs> this is way cheaper. Yeah. If you they're just probably come with the they're probably trying
2: to get Nintendo to do it because I'm telling you, once Nintendo is the reason we have sixty dollars games.
1: Yeah. Oh, and they're, uh, they and, they're, and they and they don't care. And how they respond is nope, nope, nope <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. Next question. Uh, well, that's like, why they don't get asked anymore. Yeah,
2: or or the uh, or the. And they're uh, smiling the whole yeah. time. And they're just small little Asian people that you're like, oh, I can't get mad at that
1: guy. But no, so and nice. it's, just, it's
2: like with Stardew Valley. It's like you're paying full price for
1: Stardew Valley, and they're just like, oh, it's because it's on the Switch. A game that's like nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> full price. I don't think. I don't think even like the after the first three months that was that price you know cuz it was so, on steam no, i yeah, had the nin-
2: summer sale on that nintendo i'll tell you man they're they're great <laughs> call of duty black ops beta oh. oh yes the beta is coming up uh it should start for the xbox users uh i believe next week i had the dates pulled up where are they i don't know
1: Sounds there's good. A, there's, yeah. there's, Sounds
2: there's somewhere. Good. <laughs> there's you know. Let me just these these articles are terrible. Sometimes when you put stuff into Evernote and it like simplifies the article, it doesn't give you everything you want.
0: Sure. Here uh, I got it. They've anyway. got a new six v six mode. Yeah. No. 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 The IPS. Here we dates? go. Dates.
2: Here we go. Yeah. Here are the dates. Yeah. So they yeah they have the new modes and stuff, but we're we're gonna have all that because right now it's it's available on PlayStation because they have the marketing deal, but for Xbox the uh beta period will run from the 15th to the 16th and that'll be on the xbox uh for xbox users who have pre-ordered it you do have to pre-order it Uh, also on the pc those same dates fifteenth to the 16th so that is just next weekend wow uh next thursday friday uh from when we're talking now so if you're looking to play that you do have to pre-order the game to get into it uh but uh it uh, should be some fun
0: Cool. I know so. we just I know we just hammered them for their seventy dollar price point, but they are doing Black Ops correctly. Like they have done a really good job, no, I, feel yeah. like, I, I feel like, of marketing the game. Well, even of even coming out it saying, with
1: Warzone. Even coming it out just seems super cool. Even coming out and saying that's well, not gonna be as good as the other one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Honestly.
1: I, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah forever go to yeah. the shareholders just so you hey, know just so you guys know, it's not gonna be as good uh, just saying we're starting that up but let's just squash that early that's not funny. gonna be as
2: good uh no i that last michael bay airplane trailer gameplay that we saw was was pretty incredible i mean i'm gonna get this game um unfortunately i'll want it on the new console so we might have to shell out the uh, 70 dollars. thankfully i do have some microsoft money which might uh take care of that but anyway uh no I'm excited for the new uh Black Ops I don't when, know when how you say, when you say Microsoft money are you meaning like you know how like when you, yeah well yeah you know how like you, when you spend money they give you points right Microsoft I was like, did money?
1: you get bought out and I didn't know about <laughs> No, it? Yeah, yeah
2: yeah no no the the rewards program that they have you know I gotcha yeah so, but uh, anyway no yeah Black Ops coming out uh, with the beta next week so be sure to pre-order it if you want it uh I don't this one's I I'm actually buying Black Ops specifically because I do want to play that campaign. Because I think it looks really good. I am it gonna play multiplayer, cool. and I do like some of their multiplayer maps, like the ship map that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is I'm really excited to see what they do with Warzone, and I think Warzone. Oh, that's the key. I think Warzone is is more so my new Call of Duty multiplayer. I do still play uh, regular multiplayer team deathmatch, uh, certain you know the uh, domination, just because it, it does level up your guns and stuff like that that you can then bring into Warzone uh, through your loadouts and stuff. But I, Warzone is almost like my new. Call of Duty multiplayer. It's, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's so good. It's really good. And Infinity Ward has done an excellent job of updating it throughout the year. I'm very interested and excited to see what Treyarch does with it. So it should be a good time.
0: Yeah. There you go. Anyway, Star moving Wars, on. Star Wars Squadrons. We talked about it earlier, but yeah. no plan for post-DLC, post-launch DLC.
2: Speaking of honesty... Uh, yeah they came out this nope, week that's it yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that's is that's that is pretty much uh what they said they they nope. came out and said that the, currently they have no plans to do any post DLC uh which is uh, was a little surprising to me because I figured they'd at least do some multiplayer map stuff or or I was hoping they'd do another game mode uh I I would I mean it, it may mess with the balance I would like to see maybe some type of large scale combat. Uh, in, uh, in the, in that the dog fighting, you nuts. know, yeah, I know. I know like yeah, full on I mean, clone wars, nuts, like 50 V 50. No, <laughs> oh I'm just kidding. But gosh. I know just cause right now it's five V five. I would like to see, I don't know, maybe like a 15 versus 15. I don't know. Just, it's just some game mode where it's like a grand, like in battlefield, like a grand operation. You know what I mean? Which just like a, a really big game mode, but I, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, uh, they did say quote, never say never. So to speak, but as far as our philosophy goes, we're not trying to treat this game like live service. End quote. So that's what they said. So maybe,
0: but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. Well,
1: it would be nice to have some of the other ships from the series too. Yeah, right? see, and that's what I thought. Maybe yeah. they do as well, but
0: who knows? Well, and they, well, that doesn't mean that they won't get that. But there's no new mode specifically, right? So they could still add those things in. But I also kind of like it with the respect of they've got fleet, which is their marquee mode that yeah. you guys are both loving. So instead of Instead of dividing your focus on new modes, just one hundred percent go all in on that mode and just perfect yeah, just focus it over on it. time. But even yeah. then,
2: but I feel like post content would would be more maps, more more variations of that game no, mode. In, no, in see, you know see what I, mean, I or- don't feel
0: like that's what they're saying there. I think you're going to get maps in that mode. I think it means no no additional game modes. Yeah, yeah. So and he but did could, say be he
2: did say never say never.
0: So well i you think I
2: think a back. lot of it is also geared towards no single player expansion, which thank goodness, we don't need to divert any more resources to that. I mean that was just <laughs> I played it today on stream. It's not that great it's not it's not <laughs> why you're buying that game just just to be honest, the game is fantastic. I really like it, but that's not the reason you're buying that game so anyway, um outriders uh this is the the new uh looter shooter uh it has been delayed. we've talked about it before. it has been delayed to February. From its December original December launch, so we're getting it now in February, which is just a two month delay. Uh, but also, uh, Xbox Series X and S uh, upgrades will be coming, and they will be coming for free uh, if you, you know.
0: Buy I'm the about game. to buy the dr- game. I'm about to drop a rumor here. Here's the rumor: Why oh, it's being no. delayed? It's being delayed because Xbox is buying Square Enix. Boom! Did it? Mic drop. <laughs> that would be show fun. over. Wow.
2: That would be funny. Can you imagine if they did that? Holy crap! You would have who else is committing. left?
1: <laughs> I <laughs> guess we point. have Naughty Dog. I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, but at that point, you could just retire.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess Bandai Namco. I guess yeah, right. Bandai Namco. That's uh, that's it.
2: Do you? I mean, I know we talked about it. Do you? Th- I mean, like, a, I mean, a, a couple of weeks ago, I, I would have said Bethesda. Well, they'll never be able to do Bethesda, <laughs> right? Well, that's uh, and then they did that. So really, nothing's off the table in my mind now. They could buy Square Enix, but that's just that. You know the. That that would just be a that that'll that I can't even put it into words, but that would be a
1: power move. Do you think that it's be, like that would be a flex nut move? Before. Do you think it's like Phil Spencer golfing with like the accounting firm, and they're like, he's like, if you if I if I hit this one, you know, this shot, or if you screw yeah. up that shot, they're betting. Well, then I'll then I'll buy Bandai. Okay, yeah. well the Square Enix. All right, Bethesda, and then he he lost, so they have to buy Bethesda that's, for time. That's some what it was. He like he jokingly says, "Hey man, if I get a hole in
2: one, I buy your company." <laughs> and then it just yeah. and was like, <laughs>
1: "All right, Mr. Howard,
2: uh,
0: I, think, I think." And of course, of course, I don't know anything. That's just me yeah, wishful thinking, dude. Well, I think we, if they bought Square Enix, it's game over.
2: We do know that there's rumors floating around, um, uh, especially from the comments Phil Spencer made in 2019. They do, they are thinking. Uh, Whether they're still thinking about it or not, I don't know. But they are thinking and wanting to buy a Japanese studio, right? Yeah. Like I said, with Bethesda, they do get the studio that's making Ghostwire Tokyo, which is a Japanese-based studio, so that might be good enough for them now. But uh, that would be interesting. Man, if they...
0: Well, they're definitely in the hunt because think of the rumors, the rumors that have come out is Sega, right? Like you said, Uh then Uh there was a rumor about two weeks ago that Destiny, that they were approaching Destiny trying to purchase or uh, Bungie, sorry, trying to purchase Bungie. Uh, And then this wasn't a rumor. This was actually, they had expressed interest in WWE games. So they're clearly on the hunt wb just, Games would be another
2: i feel like wb games is just a nice back pocket you know what i well, mean like, you oh get, uh, here's batman yeah exactly you, know you get superhero games oh, here's right? harry potter yeah you know yeah. that it's yeah so but man just to think if just thinking of like the the if they bought square enix what that would do like right now we know final fantasy 16 which i'm incredibly excited for is i don't know if it's timed or not it's very confusing but it's a timed exclusive or exclusive on the console for playstation and then also coming to pc can you imagine if they bought that and were like "Eh, not exclusive anymore (laughs) you know like like, "Uh, we're not following that contract sue us (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no that's now i think it's probably more difficult to buy a japanese company because uh, i think we've talked about this before too uh i feel like japanese companies and japanese culture are very loyal you know what sure. I mean? I think that's yep.
1: also why it's very hard. They're very hard. patriotic. Of yeah, I think
2: country. that's also why it's very hard for Xbox to to go into Japan and and do what they're doing. I they are doing uh well to those standards, but I think it's that's why it's difficult for them as well. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do if this rumor is true or if. Uh, but what, what if all the console is
1: bundled with Final Fantasy, in in Japan? There you go. <laughs> I know that that be that just became a yeah. David, yeah. you're starting a rumor here. That just became yeah. a uh. Uh, you know, a, a local company now. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> Xbox exactly. is now
1: Japanese. Is <laughs> <It's> now local. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Halo cool. Infinite. We got some first reveals. Yeah, of Yeah, this multiplayer
2: is actually uh, very cool, and I think they released this screenshot correctly. Which I actually do have a theory, by the way. Of um, I wonder if I can find that screenshot what's, anyway. But anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, so Halo Infinite released a screenshot of their multiplayer armor uh for those of you lore junkies it is the mark 7 um mjolnir armor uh it does uh, it it does say work in progress at the bottom which i think is what they should have done with a lot of their stuff just saying that um anyway it uh, looks really good it, it it looks it looks very smooth if well, if that makes sense center, right? yeah if 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 that makes any sense at all i feel i do like this new art style that they're going with i know it was a big uh talking point when we first saw the uh teaser trailer of the slip space engine uh, way back when but I do really like the art style that they're going with um, I it just it feels smooth I like that smoothness of it. now of course this is subject to change this is a if you can see the reading at the bottom it says this is a work in progress uh, which like I said is what they should have done I love his golden cup Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, his
1: cup is made of gold. That's uh, you know that, that's a level 10 strapping. unlockable. <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? Uh, no, I am I am curious to see what they do with their armor. I I'm very curious to see what they do with with multiplayer because we do know that they said they have an answer. Their the Warzone 2.0 is their answer to the big scale PVP stuff, right? We do know their their multiplayer component is going to be completely free to play, not just one mode like Warzone. Uh, in Call of Duty, but like the entire multiplayer suite with probably the exception of co-op campaign is going to be free to play. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with the, because you know, there's going to be microtransactions, whether they reuse rec packs or not. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the microtransactions and multiplayer with the armor customization, all that fun stuff. I I kind of hope they have a soft hybrid. Like I don't mind opening packs and getting different armor pieces, but I do really like what Halo 3 did, uh, where you, when you hit a certain level, you get this helmet. When you do certain achievements, you get this samurai sword and stuff like that. I really like that. So I hope they kind of do a hybrid of that. Like when you hit a certain level, you get a really cool piece. You, you, there's also other pieces from the loot boxes or however it's going to work. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, work in progress. Uh, first look at multiplayer armor. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. No. I absolutely agree.
2: So anyway, uh, The Medium. This is the game that. You can switch, yeah, switch, switch, switch the world back and forth. Switch the world back and forth. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. Resident Evil is usually the only scary game I can play because I, I really enjoy the lore of that game. I like the characters, the story, and stuff. So I, I do get that. But just because of the gameplay mechanics of this game, I do want to try this game, even though it's scary. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how, I don't know how that gameplay is going to go through. But the medium is coming on December 10th. So we are getting it. It is coming on December 10th, and it'll be.
0: Uh, be here for xbox series x and yeah. It's PC. basically a launch game that means which is super yeah. Cool. launch
2: window which is really interesting see and this is this is the uh, I, I think we kind of talked about this but I, I at a certain point or certain games using different mechanics and stuff will have to drop the old console uh i.e xbox one right because and i think the medium <laughs> is one of those games because you notice it, it talks about the medium will be available for xbox series x and series s as well as pc right I don't think we're going to see this one on the Xbox One, and I don't know if they've confirmed it already. Maybe they have, but I don't think we're going to see it because of the gameplay features it uses, right? Sure. And I know yeah. that's what a lot of people's criticisms were, is like, you know, it's great that Microsoft's being consumer-friendly, but doesn't... At what point? Do- yeah, at what because I, I do think making games multi-platform for old generation and new does hold you back. So I know we had this discussion, at what point do you drop it? I think it's just going to be a game-by-game basis, right? If the developer wants to develop for older consoles they can but I think this will be the true first uh, next-gen experience that we get on the Xbox One X. I mean Assassin's Creed will be as well but again it's also being developed multi-platform which I do think holds it back uh, a little bit although it will probably look great on the Series X. This is the first being developed for PC and and Series X. Uh, really exciting to see what it does.
0: Cool. Yeah. So. No absolutely. Uh, FIFA is out.
2: Yeah and everybody's saying it's really good from what I hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, uh seems to be the common consensus that they sped everything up. The controls feel better. Your AI feels better. The defense and offense feels better. So good for FIFA. FIFA is, has always been pretty solid, though.
2: Yeah, and it's another, I think FIFA is, I, what's more popular, David? Is it FIFA more popular or is Madden more popular? Because FIFA is like oh, no, a world no, game. F- yeah, you know, know what I mean? Whereas far. Madden is is more a Western When they type. say
1: they sped up the game, does that mean they literally sped it up? I think it, it means faster, that like, like
0: it, it's quicker the, the
1: the transition is faster,
0: so like going from defense to attack it's scoring a goal boom boom boom, you know what I mean, whereas before it's kind of long and drawn out a little bit, this, gotcha. this like regular soccer. happens quicker,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is actually why I like the game. I'm gonna be honest i like I like the uh, effort that yeah. soccer takes yeah. the dance, so to speak, but yeah fifa twenty one is available
2: now, just came out this week, very exciting um. Bless Unleashed came out with their fall update, uh, which is really good. Bless Unleashed, I think, is a really fun game. It's, It's an MMO on the console. It's free to play. If you like MMOs and you've not given this a try, I would suggest trying it. It's a fun little, you know... Palette Cleanser MMO, if you will. I don't know how else cool. to describe Makes it, but I, I, I really like it. it. It was fun to play. I, I I played this game kind of between my main MMOs, which would be like Final Fantasy and Warcraft and, and stuff like that, right? And it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm excited to go back and see this fall update. They're making some changes on some of the zones. There's some PvP changes, UI changes, uh, which is really cool. But be sure to check that out. Completely free update, now available uh, on the Xbox, which is great. And then David will probably talk a lot about this story. But I found this very interesting, and I really like how Microsoft is deciding to do it. But Microsoft is reportedly bringing xCloud to the iOS in 2021 with
0: uh, a workaround. Yeah, with a direct browser. So Amazon is actually doing something similar. They they have a... um a browser app that they're using on all iOS devices in order to use their streaming service as well. Microsoft is doing the same thing. Uh, this this, This was a news story that dropped on Business Insider today where Phil Spencer on Wednesday held a meeting, an all hands on meeting at Microsoft and said, we will be on iOS. Ah, uh, which to me does a couple things, and and then it it came out later that it's going to be because they're they're coming out with a browser based solution, a browser based app, which is really funny to me. First of all, which essentially
2: like, bypasses the entire app store, right? It
0: bypasses everything, right? Yeah, you can't do it. Uh well, Google still... Stadia does something similar with Chrome because Chrome is how they work through on Google Stadia. Amazon's doing the same thing, and now Microsoft. So what this does for me, though, overall, real quickly. Um, sorry, spicy. I know you. You, I think you just said something, but no, it's okay. Uh, it shows to me once again, Bethesda did this, the purchase of Bethesda, that Microsoft is serious, not just serious, but all in in dominating, wanting to be the dominant force. They clearly see dollar signs and value when it comes to gaming and gaming entertainment. And I, th- this does the same thing to me with Game Pass on iOS, Phil Spencer says that he wants to be in a billion phones or uh, sorry, a billion gamers using Xbox. The only way you get there is through mobile gaming. The only way you get there on mobile gaming is if you're on both Android and iOS. So the mm-hmm. fact that they're not just going, well, what do we do, guys? We can't get there. No, they're saying, no, screw, screw that. We're going to be there no matter what shows to me how serious they are about the Game Pass, Games yeah. as a Service, uh, Game Pass Everywhere, the X Cloud yeah. product. Uh, really goes a long way, I think. In I know for myself, just in having confidence that X Cloud just isn't this gimmicky thing. This is a long term thing that they're really looking at.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just like how they're doing it. Like, fine, we don't have to be in your app store. We'll just do it in the browser. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm curious Smart how. Thing to do. Yeah, I'm curious how they're gonna do it in the browser. I mean, it's probably just gonna be an incredibly optimized for mobile web page, right?
1: No, that's the but thing. I mean, like, like, I wonder how if this. <laughs> Doing it this way unlocks different tablets outside of even Apple products. Oh, and be- Android. And, and right, yeah. yeah, if you have that, basically it's going to be a URL. Yeah. Right. So if you actually have access to that URL, you could be making some pretty custom stuff on your own stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could basically play a console on a TV. <laughs> not just yeah, mobile yeah as long as your tv has a <laughs> you
2: know, uh, that's no. no this is I, I i think this is a really good and creative way to do it and it's uh it's going to be interesting and i wonder if um i mean i don't think apple would care right
0: i mean what are they going to do they can't come out with browser terms of service
1: they can sue <laughs> you can literally sue for try to sue at least yeah, uh, which or, I mean, Apple does not. Look- oh man,
2: would that be a court case of the century? Apple versus Microsoft.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know we talked uh,
2: about I mean, Apple versus Epic, right? And I know Epic makes a lot of money, but Apple is still far higher. <laughs> but Microsoft, I mean, that's that's. Oh, well, they've they they've, thing.
1: they've, they've been the courtroom would be plated gold. Yeah, there's throughout the history since like the '80s, <laughs> they've had some punches, they've had some hugs, right? They're, they go back and forth quite a bit, so. Uh, but I, but Apple's Apple's interesting. Like I feel like Apple is is like Apple. I'm gonna bring up Apple and Samsung. I think they're just like two guys that get drunk a lot and just beat each other up and then hug <laughs> well, after. Has Apple and Samsung <laughs> su- aren't they suing each other all over all the, world? the time? Yet they still make the hardware for each other. Like it's just the weirdest. They're like, okay, you know what? You're stupid. Punch him. And then like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, we really like your glass. Let's use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like there's, that is a really, or it's a flash. Apple uses their flash. It's yeah. just, it's but f- um, funny. This is,
2: this is exciting because I know a lot of Apple users, David included, because uh, David, you have an iPhone as well, are really excited for this because now you'll be able to experience Game Pass and xCloud on your device without having to switch or worry about it, because I know it was kind of a blow when that happened for for a lot of people, right? So, But this is is really exciting. Well, if
0: your goal, again, is to get 1 billion users, which is a very ambitious goal, right? But it totally shows kind of their frame of mind and why maybe they're being so aggressive. Because if you have a billion People playing in your ecosystem, you are rolling in money even well, I mean, more than you are you know now. How, right? Like, like you
2: know how like every every quarter they go, oh, Call of Duty has two million unique players, right? If you could say we have one billion, yeah,
1: with the pinky, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's a B with that's a that's a B. Uh, yeah, that one would, million yeah, dollars, yeah. You know? uh,
0: that would be yeah, weird, no, so. abs- abs- absolutely. But I just think that this you have to do it through iOS and Android uh, because of just how the market share works there, mm-hmm. but. I think it's good news and shows us how serious Microsoft is about the
1: x Cloud. Well, and I think that actually might be a simple solution because <laughs> yeah, no, it's I a browser. <laughs> you know, they... Yeah. They've tried to sell me on edge for years, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know uh, browsers. So uh. when I, I think it,
2: it, I think in this scenario, I mean, like you said, David, they didn't just give up and say, okay, well this is Apple's fault. Right. I think this makes them from a PR standpoint. I think they have the A team on this one.
1: Yeah,
2: It makes them look good because again, I think Microsoft's philosophy right now is, Hey, we are a really consumer-friendly gaming company, right? And that's what everybody loves that. I think that's part of the reason... Um, uh, what's his name from Steam? Oh, Gabe. Uh, Gabe. I think that's part... Now, I mean, if you look at... I Maybe he's looking at it when he said Xbox is better. He may have just been referring to the specs and stuff, but I know he is a very consumer-friendly focused guy uh, yeah. when, when, you, when it comes to Steam and stuff too. And I think Microsoft is doing a lot of that with their... Uh, and I know some people you know are are not like the halo coming to both consoles and stuff i get the argument yes if it was just developed for this console it could probably be technically better but the consumer friendliness of it is is right, and, and I just I just think this is one of those moves. It's a very I think what? it makes them look like hey, they said no, but we're still gonna bring it to you and try our best. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like they're the, the bad in guy. guy in the yeah, end. yeah, you know That's what I mean?
1: Been That's marketing <laughs> for like last two years because Sony's the bad guy here. We <laughs> want to open Fortnite up to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Sony's the bad look, guy.
2: Nintendo got on board. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. see, they're yeah. with uh, us. <laughs> the, hey, it's uh, doing so. good. But I think That's this is funny. good news uh, for just gamers in general because now if you, you don't, it doesn't matter what device you have, you can play Xbox wherever you are right?
1: yeah,
0: cool. that brings us to the last segment of our show. This is the segment where we take your questions to submit a question you can do so each and every single week over at YouTube at youtube.com forward/x1 slash Bros there's a community and hit the community tab there's a post that goes up every week submit a question to the mailbag there our first question comes from Huck MS. Huck MS writes in and she says, hey, bros, my husband and I have been getting the porch decorated for fall and Halloween, Ooh. and we're trying to f- we're trying some spooky games. She says uh, Resident Evil 7 didn't last long. I couldn't do it. Maybe I'll go back to it. Just got me thinking about things in games that really scare me. She says the snakes in Assassin's Creed Odyssey still scare <laughs> yes. the Shasta out of me. Yeah, because they I come out them. of nowhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, dang it. Yeah, I know that one. That's a good one. She says, maybe
0: speak on uh, the games or things in games, past or present, that stand out as super scary to you. Really in the, enjoy the show and the community. Shout out to All Discord. Right. That's Whitney, aka Huck MS. All Great right. question. Uh, can I go first? The sure. game, the, You're the say what I'm game say. That's, that scares me is not actually a scary game. It's oh. like a suspense thriller, and it's Alan Wake. And it's the old lady in Alan Wake. She is terrifying. It's like creepiness. Times a thousand. Uh, and it's just how it it's just how it works with the lights and shadows, but Alan Wake is one of those games that stands out yeah, to me, yeah. particularly the old lady in Alan Wake.
1: Guess a good Spicey. one. Well, just, just the how atmosphere about you? Of Alan. Uh, I, I'm gonna say Overwatch loot boxes. <laughs> those things are terrifying. No, yeah. my real my real one. Um the stupid Resident Evil dogs. Oh, from the, from the, the, the Mansion, original ones, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. Things, well, and then there's this big dude that comes out in the attic but it's those dogs those dogs mess with me you should play the remake oh i've watched the remake yeah. be played and i still and i have like higher PTSD. fidelity those dogs really <laughs> <laughs> i hate the dogs they're so scary that was the first game that ever literally gave me nightmares waking up in cold sweat going oh, okay yeah. good i'm not in the mansion right yeah yeah that's terrifying yeah. jordan how about
0: yourself
2: um no I'm, I'm gonna agree with uh with huck the resident evil so like like i said i don't play that many scary games because i can't handle the scary games right resident evil is the only scary game i play because i really enjoy the story and the characters and the lore right and some people like will say like ah oh, resident evil is not even that bad right but to me it's really scary like you talked about the dogs everything man it's just scary I we were playing resident evil 5 uh, we were playing co-op. Remember a little while back, even that game when like their tongue or face split—it's just a scary game. I just—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's yeah. it's, 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 it's scary. It may be more—I don't know. It may not be the scariest game out there, but it's scary. Yeah, actually, here, here's another one. Another one that scared me. That was all the fad when I was back in high school. Slenderman. You remember when uh, you had to find that the is, bl- yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one's Yeah, you remember that? It was like a, you turn around like a, and he's just standing there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's scary is he's like this really unnaturally tall guy. And it's just like... He's <laughs> slender. Yeah. <laughs> slender man. <laughs> no, yeah, you had to find uh, the pages Ch- and then you get Jet mad. It has yeah. some
0: good good games that scare them. Uh, the Silent Hill Radio, Super Shocker says. Oh. Fear, Fitzy, was says was a freaky game. Big Buddy, uh, Bubby says, Spiders in the new Star Wars game. I, uh, I so think Spiders like, in oh, general suck. Yeah. No, they... Yeah. Yeah. quick trigger said dead space uh and super shocker or sorry chris percival says i got scared playing subnautica <laughs> when it gets dark and crazy fish <laughs> fly at <laughs> you yeah, it's true it's uh,
1: true when you get too close to things that you're not supposed to get to
0: and last but not least hits fitzy says hellblade isn't really scary but just the sounds and voices make it yeah. there is a creep factor there with those hellblade sounds and voices that's that's a little bit eerie. For well, sure.
2: speaking speaking of Subnautica, David, you can you can attest to this one because we we did it when I got it. I got uh, a, a VR. I got it was a PlayStation VR when it first came out, and there was this demo called Ocean, and it was basically you're, you were in a shark cage, and, and your and your shark yeah. cage broke, and there's just and like he never gets you, but he almost does, and there's just this anxiety. Of like, oh uh, my gosh.
1: You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So
0: no, I agree. Speaking I of agree. fish, I I've been
1: there. Speaking <laughs> of spiders, grounded spiders are awful. You know the game grounded? But if you turn Oh yeah, on, those spiders are <laughs> gross. If
2: you turn on arachnophobia mode, they're hilarious. Then they're big snowballs. They're big
1: snowballs
0: with red <laughs> eyes. <laughs> uh, That's uh, a fun yeah. way to do it. Great question. Thank you very much, Huck MS, for writing in. Super Shocker writes in. And says, how's it bros? I hope you guys were able to dive into Doom this month. It's a fantastic game for many reasons. He says, but I do have one bloody bone to pick. Where's the ammo? Don't get me wrong, he says, it's not as hard to come by as Resident Evil, but I find myself running around hell with only my mitts to defend me. Am I the only one with this issue? Great question, Super Shocker. Uh I I had a chance to jump into Doom this oh, week. Oh, it's a great game. So good. And what I like, I know what I like about Doom is it's not traditional as in there's an ammo box there let me go pick it up i just killed this guy let me go pick it up you actually have to saw people in half to get the ammo and that's and do like your special moves in order or in order to replenish your ammo and your fuel and stuff uh-huh. like that and i think it's such a great mechanic because it changes the way you have to think about the game but it keeps the game moving forward at this breakneck speed that just doesn't exist in other first person shooters
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. David, like you said, it's all about that gameplay loop because like you said, there's not very many spots, if any, maybe like one per map, who knows where you can actually see an ammo box or something like that, right? It's all about that gameplay loop. Sawing people in half gives you ammo, uh, executing them brutally with your freaking biceps gives you health right so it's all about the yep. gameplay loop of executing melee executing and then sawing sawing people in half right and once you get that gameplay loop down and i'll be honest i so i jumped back in into it this week too and it does take time to get back into it because you, like you said david you have to think about it differently uh because yeah. it's not just reload it's, it's literally saw someone in half as your reload button
0: right it, it but is once so you, good, though, once you get so that gameplay fun. loop
2: down it it's a super smooth fun graphic experience
0: yeah yeah no it really is really is great question thank you very much super shocker for writing in next question comes from black knight uh black knight writes in and says hey bros with the new forza coming out so excited for that by the way what is your all-time dream car to have or favorite he says mine is and will always be the pontiac fiero uh mr mcspicy let's start with you your all-time favorite dream car that you uh need or have to have
1: well, this is an interesting question because everybody has their car. That was a piece of crap that you just loved. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I had growing up, I had a crappy, it was a Mazda B 2000 truck. It was the skinniest, crappiest little truck you've ever seen in your life. The horn didn't work. So we actually put an Aruga horn on it. Yeah. When I would drive my friends, I would carpool or I would go pick up my friends to drive to high school. There was not a bottom on the bottom of it. And so when it's wintertime, I lived in Utah. When it's wintertime and we'd run over puddles and snow and stuff, I'd have to yell puddle. And they would put their feet on the bottom to prevent the snow from kicking up and hitting them. I that love that truck so much. And it was, I could park in between cars and stalls sometimes depending on where they were. It was so skinny. <laughs> I love that piece of crap truck. I absolutely love that truck. It will never be in a video game ever it's not a good car it didn't have power steering I could start it with a dime because the it the key didn't work so I would get the change from the change <laughs> in the middle and start that thing up with a dime it got my arms really strong because of the no power steering it had a big old like bus style steering wheel I I love that car I would choose that car if I could <laughs> and I would be on the slowest is a piece it, it would like top out at 60 it was not a good car at all not a good truck if I had a lot of money and could get whatever I wanted um, there's a lot of cars that are just amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't I think I might want to go for like a really nice jaguar oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Jaguar I don't know nice.
1: like yeah. so that has to be the right one. I used to watch that show Top Gear before it changed to the Amazon show that they have now, you know, like the British Top Gear. And they have a lot of nice cars on their eyes. Yeah. But Jordan. But I like yeah. power and comfort. I'm all about. It can't be like those Porsches that are just uncomfortable. I need a comfortable car. Power comfort. I'm I'm done being. <laughs> yeah, power <laughs> comfort. I'm done being uncomfortable in my life. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Unless Jordan. it's that Mazda B2000. <laughs> How
2: about you? What is your uh, dream car? Um, I'd have to go with the uh, BMW 3 Series. Those are solid racing cars. Sure, sure. So... I'm just kidding. I actually just looked up top 10 racing cars, and that was number two. So I, I, I really don't know. Uh, I think cars are cool. I think engines are cool. I'm not like a car aficionado. Oh,
0: what sure. about video game cars? What <laughs> so be, video uh, game any, A any Warthog. Final Fantasy. Which they've already you put already. in there. They've
2: already, <laughs> the put in the Warthog. They already put the Warthog in there. Yeah, the Regalia from Final Regalia, Fantasy. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, in real life cars, I, I do like, I'll, I'll be honest. Ever since I saw the movie Ford vs. Ferrari, yeah, that, the GT. Yeah, that what what was it? It came first place the three McLaren? in a row. No, no, the GT, the Ford GT, oh, okay. uh, which by the way is already in. I think Forza Six. It's like the cover car for Forza. Well, 6. that's yeah. But I am I am partial towards uh, like I like Mustangs. I think one of the coolest Mustangs is the uh, 1969 GT500 Shelby Mustang. Yeah, uh, if you're Eleanor, unf- if you if you're unfamiliar with it, Nicolas Cage drives it and Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: So, that's his. That's his baby. Uh, no,
2: I mean, yeah. So I mean, uh, and Mustang is also in the top ten of top ten racing cars that I googled. That's but, my uh, anyway. So I think real cars, I'll go with the Mustang because I just like them, and I'm talking the classic Mustang body. You like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like the 1969, uh, even like your fastback, your, your, your wife's new car. It's got that
1: classic. Yeah, Mustang my wife drives body. a Mustang. Yeah, the, the muscle. She, that's her. F- she will never not buy a Mustang yeah. to drive. Yeah, so I just she I like I like that
2: the newer Mustangs like uh, your newer one that you have yeah. have that it, what is it what do you call it, like the boxy look? I yeah. call it the American muscle
1: look. <laughs> the American muscle? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of got like that yeah that late 60s fastback style yeah. Yeah. look, right? So. As for uh fake cars, I would go <laughs> they already did
2: the Warthog, so we're good there, but David's right, the Regalia from Final if Fantasy you're drive and you would win cuz you could just fly. Might as well do it in style. Can you imagine (laughs) if they put that in Forza and they actually let it fly? (laughs) In the simulator for... Then it turns into Microsoft's flight simulator.
0: So my car of choice would be... Because, you know, like they take old cars and then they... They keep them looking the same on the outside, but they completely do all the inside. So you get like modern convenience, oh yeah, and, like yeah. power steering and and yeah. it's a new engine, right? I, I don't know what it's called. He's gonna it's get a, a gangster kind of car.
2: I know yeah. it. An El Camino. Yeah, an El Camino. No. No. <laughs> no, that's a that's a great car, by the
0: way. I know they have some fast El Caminos. The car I pick is the DeLorean, oh! but retrofitted. And imagine if they put the uh, flux capacitor on it in Forza <laughs> yes, and let you time dude. travel. No, I pick. I pick as my dream car uh, the Delorean, the heaviest Absolutely car renovated. ever
2: made. Right? Uh, that would I, actually that'd be really cool. Can you imagine the starting line? You have a Delorean, Mark's old truck, and then the Regalia just lined up right there,
1: dude. I would be in last place. Be, oh my
2: god! Uh, no, I didn't even gosh. think of the Delorean. That's actually a good one. And I feel like Deloreans are kind of coming back.
1: Well. Uh, yeah, like coming back like <laughs>
2: digitally. Well, no, I mean everybody <laughs> likes the DeLorean, right? I mean, I think it was a ter- it was it was actually like a terrible car, right? It's like a piece of crap. Yeah, right? it was like the way- it's they made all- of solid <laughs> with stainless steel, American stainless steel. <laughs> no. But anyway, no, I think I would like if I had the chance to buy a DeLorean, I think I would.
1: Yeah, it's. It's coming back to the future. <laughs> yeah. No, but
2: you know, like a lot of, I mean, I guess when I say coming back, a lot of rich people or people with money uh, buy them. They're kind of like a collector's car. You well, know they
1: I mean? are because they <laughs> were so bad, no one bought them. Uh, and
2: well, now they're rare. Well, here's my question, David, because I would, if you had the money to buy DeLorean, would you?
0: Oh yeah, no, and yeah, I, I think it completely I would be redone, so it wouldn't have like a DeLorean engine or insides or Mine guns. It would, it would have, just have the body. The You're Lord. gonna
1: see David driving down and an go and start bouncing yeah. and leaning sideways, uh, like like <laughs> like in every uh, late '90s rap they sh- video. They
2: should do that as a DLC. You know what I mean? Like 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 Forza Horizon did with the uh, no no like Forza Horizon did with the uh, Lego DLC. Like they should just do like a wacky car pack. You know what I mean, and then you have cars like the Delorean or the
1: Regalia. Oh man, yeah, that's that's good. We, I don't think we, I don't know if we was expecting all the answers that came out of this. Place. You know what I'd like to <laughs> see in Forza, like a Forza
2: simulator. They should just do like minivans. You know what I mean? They do trucks. Why not just do like the regular man's think, car, like a like do, a Toyota do do Vans, Corolla? Actually. Yeah, they just they call it like the average Joe playlist. <laughs>
1: A Toyota Corolla. Well, isn't what's that wrecking where you <laughs> Where they do the couch, they do it. <laughs> the couch wreck. Wreckfest. 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 Yeah, Fest. that game. Yeah. That's a good... That's, I mean, that's a really good question. Uh, I wish I had uh, a DeLorean. That's a good one. Any, uh, gr- any gangster car with suicide doors I'll take as well. <laughs> just throw that on yes. us. Uh,
2: pimp my right car qu- pack.
1: See? That's what
0: Chad's saying. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Thank you very much, Black Knight, for writing in. Our last question comes from rocket Four. He says, what's up, guys? Any thoughts on Mike Morhaime, former CEO of Blizzard, announcing that he's starting his own gaming company called Dreamhaven? He says, it's got me all kinds of excited, especially since other former Blizzard directors are joining him. Would love to hear any thoughts or opinion you guys might have. Cheers from Atlanta. Sure. So right. Mike is the original founder, co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment. He was uh, the guy I mean, instrumental in coming out with World of Warcraft. He was a cool guy. Uh,
1: he was the guy that always wore the party shirt at the t- at the company meetings, <laughs> the Hawaiian button-up yeah, party. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Even at the uh, even at the uh, Blizzcons, like everybody had a Blizzard shirt, but he'd always have a button-up Blizzard yeah. shirt, and he'd always have like the first two buttons just you know, smiling all. But the he time. he was like. How do you? He was just. You get the feeling that he was a nice guy that just wanted to make a good game for people to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I feel like I. I mean, I don't know his personal life or anything. I just know his kind of public life of being a Blizzard. I really like Mike Morheim because of who he is. Uh, the the his so he's a publishing company called Dreamhaven, and I think there's is there David you can correct me. There's two studios that they have under them right now. One is for kind of mobile gaming focused, and the other is more of a big. I guess, would you say triple-A game focus? I mean, I'm not 100% it's, sure. That's they're kind called of, Secret
1: Door and Moonshine. Yeah, Moonshot, Moonshot games. I think, I don't know which one is which. Moonshine but, yeah.
2: games. <laughs> I don't know which one is That's which. That's a
1: retirement company if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know which one's which, but I, I feel like when I was reading about it, I think one is more focused towards mobile type stuff and the other is focused towards traditional style games i guess if you would but no i because of who he is any game that they come out with i will immediately try because i think he has yeah. that reputation well he he to me a,
1: a good ceo he to me is kind of like the stan lee of video games and that's yeah, i can see that yeah that sounds kind of weird but he's been around forever and i played his games when i was a kid right uh-huh. and he's just a nice guy we'll see that's you, why you like him yes. hello
2: blizzcon yeah, he's <laughs> just, that guy
1: we're not gonna have that anymore i know um, and I, I actually, we've talked about the conspiracy theories behind Blizzard a little bit. Uh, I think they kind of. This is my theory. This is whatever. This, this doesn't necessarily reflect of the opinions of my co-host here. I think they kind of got hostile to take You know, there was a uh, there was a takeover of Blizzard, and one by one, every like four months, someone left. Someone left. Someone, someone left. Big. Someone big, the big boys, and they kept leaving, and ben then Brod, Chris Metzen, yeah, oh, yes, exactly. Some those oh, people that we saw every year at BlizzCon, they started to slowly stop showing up, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> and I think this is kind of like a respawn move, yeah. yeah. Like when Call of Duty. Um, Respawn was a great developer for Call of Duty. Funny enough, also (laughs) Activision. True.
2: (laughs) Another (laughs) Activision. Whoa!
1: Whoa! Uh, Not Um, saying
2: Activision's bad, but I'm just saying pattern.
1: And what we got from that, we got Apex, we got Titanfall, we got really good games that- Star Wars Fallen Jedi, or Fallen Order, Fallen Jedi, I don't know. Exactly. And I think- we are going to see good things from this company. From from him, because he just likes to like you said, he's a nice guy Yeah, that likes to make games, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
2: What's really interesting, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on it, David. But well, uh, chat's noticing how sad you look, David. You have a camera on your on location uh, and you feel just, like looking so sad. <laughs> I feel like it's it's hard doing it remote because I I feel like I'm talking over you when I don't mean to you know what I mean? It's hard.
1: Usually you Engaging. talk over each other when you mean to. Yeah, yeah. So this <laughs> exactly. is what I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. So anyway. <laughs> oh, but no, man. I am
2: curious. Oh, sorry. You can so see. Go ahead. See, I didn't know. <laughs> it's, it's hard. No, well,
0: do you think do you think that they can recapture that magic? I I feel like yes. I feel like once a good developer, always a good developer.
2: I agree. Yeah, I think it's the developer. I don't, I don't know I how think, to say it. It's the developer that makes the game, not oh. the game that
1: makes the developer. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's a t-shirt Game right development one-on-one, uh, right? yeah. No, I think he brings so much experience, and I actually think um, that publishers kind of, in this day and age, this is my theory, it doesn't, you know, whatever, it doesn't necessarily reflect the other opinions of anyone else, but I think that developers like him and others are, are what make good games and great games. And I think publishers with the board meetings and stuff, more hands in the pot, make the good games and the great games worse. Yeah. And I feel like this is a move where he's going to be able to feel free and do the things that he wants yeah. to do. Well, and what's really
2: interesting about Mike Morheim is he was the CEO of Blizzard, right? So he was probably doing a lot of the business side of it, mm-hmm. publishing side of it but under him i mean warcraft was at its height under him i think it was was it legion or wrath of the lich king or war i think it was wrath of the lich king where warcraft reached its height um un- under him right i mean of course he stayed a few years later and warcraft went down due to different expenses well, but had anyway but us metson lee and yeah, he was but like I, the backbone of that i mean series. i feel like having him on the business side i i feel like it's good cuz i don't think i think again just like microsoft and steam we used as an example earlier i think he is a very consumer friendly focused approach you know what i mean whereas the other publishers like you said may not be that way right uh, yeah. and i just th- i just think he's a talent i think he's talented at what he does he obviously makes good decisions uh, as a ceo because blizzard he was he was in the heyday of blizzard entertainment right from uh-huh. rock and roll racing all the way up to my we favorite love that game. Ex- all the way up to my favorite expansion uh wrath of the lich king right so yeah. anyway very cool i am curious what their their studio makes? Do do you? Th- I I think it's going to be an RPG game, you know, role playing game, right? I'm curious if they try to jump into the MMO space. That would be crazy. Because what's fascinating is he comes from Blizzard, but he also brought a lot of employees from Blizzard yeah. over. Yeah, uh, we're talking and we're talking well, big. We're, t- we're talking big name employees. I think one was the head of the Diablo. The other was uh uh, uh I think he was. Was it heroes that you can? You can. I went to their website and you actually were able to look at the list of employees that they had, and they showed their former jobs. I think one was ahead of the, over Diablo. Uh, one worked on Hearthstone, and he, I you'll have to go through. Ben and there, But Brode? I, was it? Ben no, 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 no. He has his own company. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but no, he he brought a lot of Blizzard employees over, or at least a handful of them. So I I'm really curious. Do they try to jump into the MMO space? That would be. Ironic, yeah. Well, here's, here's <laughs> yeah, the thing,
0: and Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong in this assumption, but for I follow a lot of YouTubers that play uh, a lot of MMO games because I like watching. I I want to know what the, I feel like I missed the magic of Warcraft because I didn't jump in, and it it feels like in the MMO community, Warcraft has never been reached. It's the pinnacle, and Warcraft at its height has never been reached again, including current Warcraft, right? Uh-huh, Warcraft uh-huh. currently is not where it once was. And if they could make an MMO, I, th- I feel like the MMO players and community and player base is thirsty for an MMO to recapture the magic that was that original world of Warcraft.
2: Oh, I, I think you're 100% right. I think I think Warcraft uh is number one because of the same reason Call of Duty is number one. When they did it, they did it right and they they basically revolutionized the way that genre was done same with modern with uh call of duty with modern warfare so now you have modern war like call of duty in a position where people have been with call of duty so long they just they love that formula they get it every year right they get it every year i'm the same with world of warcraft their formula is good i i like the grind i like the world itself right so i buy every expansion now like there there are expansions that are worse than others right like I wasn't a biggest fan of this last one but I'm kind of excited to see what they're doing with this new one they just delayed it because of uh, issues which I think they needed to anyway but uh, no so it'll it'll be exciting to see what they do because everybody talks about like oh is there going to be a Warcraft killer I don't think there ever will be because I think World of Warcraft is in the same position like I said Call of Duty is you know what I mean it, it's you just you have your fan base that that stays with you your fan base can get angry when you make bad decisions. And I think we've seen that with world of Warcraft in the past few years. I mean, look at final fantasy 14. They've had a huge increase in numbers because they're just, they're making really good decisions. And I, as much as I love world of Warcraft, I do think final fantasy 14 has the best style of content drops. And right now is in a position to where they could be, you know, one of the best MMOs. I mean, they, they do things correctly, Right. So it it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think because of his name and who he is, he'll he'll bring in that like I'll try his game.
1: Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Absolutely. It's
2: just I, whatever it is when he comes out with it, I'll I'll jump well, in and think, try it because of because of the reputation that that he brings with him, right? Yeah.
1: Well, think about the games that he produced under his you know oh, yeah. watch, and think of like think of these games. They they have at the time they had no competition. Warcraft, Starcraft, right? Like those. Games made it so other games couldn't even have a a 10% share in that genre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what Warcraft did
2: is they basically... There's a really good documentary on Warcraft, right? So at the time, there was like EverQuest and Ultima Online, which was a very hardcore user base, right? Mm -hmm. What was interesting about World of Warcraft Classic, which now if you actually go back to it, you might think it's hardcore. But at the time, it was a more... Casual friendly MMO and I think what and we've, we've, we've talked about this before. I think what blizzard does great is they take that hardcore element and make it Accessible to a wider audience sure while still while still having that like an overwatch having that hardcore feel You know what I mean or
1: or having that a hardcore element or even right? hearthstone is it? It's a oh, simple yeah, game. Exactly, that's yeah. extremely complicated to master. Yeah,
2: I would I would even put Starcraft under there I feel like anybody can jump into it and it can be a fun game for casual users, but again it can be a very high-level game as well, right? I mean, I think Blizzard was really good at doing that. I mean, I think they still are good at doing that to an extent, right? But, um, yeah.
1: Cool. There you go, David. Stop being sad. We're done with the discussion. What do you think, (laughs)
0: David? I have to listen because (laughs) I can't... When I start talking, it mutes you guys. So I don't know if you're talking over. And the video is on a delay that I'm watching of you guys. So it's... (laughs) You know, it's that's really right. awkward. That's no, David, day.
2: what do you? I'm curious, what do you think? Because this is this is actually probably one of the bigger news stories of the week.
0: I th- I I would like to see because I Guild Wars 2 to me it, like is a taste, a small taste that that's been the MMO that I've jumped in the most. Then I did ESO, but I feel like I missed out the World of Warcraft yeah heyday. Uh, I think, and I would like. To experience that in an MMO that I never, I feel like I never got to experience. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I think some of the best parts of MMO are the first, first year of the game because everybody's there learning. Dude, yeah. I like, I, I actually always enjoy when expansions come out because then you're out questing. And you're like, oh, there's 50 people trying to pick up that flower. All right, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's actually, I find it fun because at those times the world feels the most alive. Yeah, you know what I mean? So
0: oh cool. Well, there, <sighs> cool well there you go uh, thank you very much Rocket 4 for that question that actually does us for the night I can't hear the out outro oh, so need, Spicy and yeah. Jordan you guys are going to have to take us out of here but uh, apologize that we've had to be remote this week hopefully it doesn't sound too bad on the podcast side of things but next week we'll be back in person and it'll be fantastic
1: well thanks everybody for joining us and we will catch you later